Hello and welcome to Pod Academy. In this podcast, Lee Millam explores recent research from the University of Bristol, which suggests that most adults in England are risking their health by failing to get enough exercise. I'm Carol Proper, and I'm Professor of Economics at Imperial College Business School and the Department of Economics at the University of Bristol. What this paper was really about, what's been picked up, in fact, is the kind of low levels of activity. But the other thing that we spent quite a lot of time doing in this is this is a survey of around 200,000 people a year. And we pooled five years surveys. So we've got about a million people to look at across 354 local authorities in Britain. And when you've got such a lot of information, such a lot of data, what it enables us to do is to look at the independent effect of education and income and household characteristics and ethnicity and local area deprivation and and work out whether each of them independently has an association with doing activity. Whereas most studies in the past have been pretty small scale and so having a sample of, you know, nearly a million English people is quite sort of different order of magnitude and allows you to ask those kind of questions about whether the characteristics of the local area matter on top of the characteristics of the people that live in them. And we find it does a little bit. And then we can get some nice things like we can control for weather and things like that. And we find that people do more exercise when it's better weather and less exercise when it's raining, which is kind of nice, you know, sort of validation of of the data. And then we looked at people that had sort of done anything. So we found that, for example, fewer than 10% of the adult population don't even walk for five minutes continuously in the last month. And about 80% of people don't hit government physical activity targets. And in fact, the physical activity targets have been are upped since we did our study, so that doesn't all go very well for hitting the current ones even. Squat, nice and little right now. Don't go too deep to start off. Still warming these big muscles, thighs, butt, lower back, the big calorie crushing muscles of the body. Should notice a little bit of change in your breathing right now, good. People who are least well-off, both in terms of income and in terms of time, people who work in low-paid jobs, you know, have to work a lot of hours to, to, to get the same amount of money as someone who pays, works in a high-paid job. And that means that taking physical activity is, exercise is expensive for people. So it's expensive not only in terms of money, but also, more importantly, often in terms of time. Now, what we found was that Exercise like walking is socially graded by education. So people who have more education do more walking, but how much you earn seems to be less important for for walking. But then as the sports get more expensive, so then we looked at swimming and going to the gym, which are the other common things that people do in England, we found that then, as well as education, income became important, suggesting that price is a barrier for people to do things like go to the gym or go swimming. So it's expensive for them and they do less of it if they're poorer. Go ahead and stretch one leg back and then the other into a plank position, top of a push-up. Drop your knees down to the mat and stretch your hips back to your heels as you relax your forehead down on the mat. Child's pose. What people don't do enough of 
is kind of the inexpensive everyday activity. The next exercise we're going to do is a wall mountain climb. So what I want you guys to do is go ahead and put your hands up on the wall just like you did in frisk. And you're going to bring your feet back into a 45 degree angle. And I want you just to alternate your knees in towards your chest. So you're going to start here. One, two, one, and two. Just like that. Continue alternate. We didn't look at people's attitudes to doing any of this. We just looked at what exactly they said they did. But we don't know, you know, why people did it or why people that didn't do it in, in the main, why, why they didn't take exercise. That wasn't what this study was about. This study was about finding out who did what and how much they did of it. What's interesting about this area really is that, in a sense, I think the professionals in the area the, you know, the exercise gurus, people in sport and exercise probably know, and, and the academics in that, probably know a lot of this. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's unknown. I think what probably is unknown is the scale, the extent to which people don't do enough exercise, and kind of the fact that it's sort of also so socially graded, so that people who are richer take more exercise, regardless of whether they're employed or not, uh, regardless of their kind of family size or anything like that. So only 12%, I think, of people who have a degree don't take uh, regular exercise, whereas it's much smaller in people who, for example, um, haven't even completed A-levels. Take the arms out like a bird to the side and back to center, rotate and then do elbows back and center. So I'll alternate between arms out and elbows back. There's quite a big ethnic gradient in, in taking exercise and basically some groups seem to take a lot less exercise than others. So people of Southeast Asian ethnicity or descent appear to take less exercise than people who are white. So there are quite strong ethnic gradients in taking exercise, yes. And sort of one of the most physically inactive groups, for example, are Southeast Asian women who take less exercise. We don't ask people why. We just, in a sense, you know, observe this quite strongly in the data. And the fact that, you know, even controlling, again, for the number of kids you've got, controlling for um, your age, your education, your income, your family income, the area deprivation where you live. There are these strong ethnic gradients. There are some interesting things like this survey is an amazing survey. It asks people for up to 432, I think it is, sports that they can do. Anyway, well over 400. And, you know, there are clearly some people who spend a lot of time doing martial arts and, and taekwondo and other kind of quite esoteric things. You've been listening to Pod Academy. For more podcasts on current research, visit our website at www.podacademy.org.